Generation of Kings. Blessings. Are we ready for the word? Are we ready for the word? By the time we're done, you will understand that sickness is an enemy. And that you are not the mate of sickness. And that you must stop giving excuses for sickness in your life. Oh, am I getting the right people here? So let's start off with Manika Propaliasa. You're going to step on the streets and virtue will be deposited everywhere you go. It's not going to be something you are reading in a textbook. This is something that is happening in your life. This is not going to be, oh, uh, there used to be Ayababalala. Do you know that the God of Ayababalala is still alive? Oh, there used to be, no, no, no. The God that did it is on the inside of you. He lives on the inside of you. He lives on the inside of you and is able to do exceedingly and abundantly far above. Glory to God. All right, now let's go very quickly <laughs> to our primary text. If at any point you feel like shouting, please feel free to shout. This is not one of the churches where you get taxed based on shouting or get arrested. How dare you shout in the presence of God? In whose presence should I shout? Presence of the devil. And in my father's house, with my brothers and my sisters, I can be my realest self. Oh, come on now. I can be myself in Christ. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 9. Matthew 9, 35 to 38. Help us media as fast as we can. Thank you. Because I love people to see the word. The more you are exposed to the word by hearing and by seeing representations of it, the more concrete the energy of the spirit will be activated in your life. You already have the energy of the Spirit. You already have it, whether you feel it or you don't, whether you see it or you don't. It's on the inside of you. However, because you're still a human being, there's the technology of the mind, and the mind has windows, right? Your eyes are windows to your soul. Are you aware of that? Your ears, they are gates to your soul. Your feelings, they are also gates to your soul. All right, let's go. Are you doing good on the mainland? Can we just say hello, mainland? Hello, mainland. Say hi. hi. At some point, we're going to have to split the screen. Uh, maybe we can experiment that like next week or so, so we can see people on either side of. Yeah, that would be great. So we can wait. Then, some media take note. Then, Jesus, what did he do? went about all the cities and villages. Listen, when Jesus is involved, even your village people can't tie you down. Because he didn't just go to the city. Some people have this idea that sicknesses can be healed if it's not village people that are doing you. Even if it's village people, Jesus went to villages. Oh my goodness. 
said, this sickness is a village sickness. It's a village problem. My, my God is a global God. He does wonders in cities. He does wonders in continents. He does wonders in territories. He does wonders in villages. Look at somebody said, enough is stop you. He went to the cities and he went to the villages. What was he doing? Three major things he was doing. He was teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing. Well, let's go together. Healing simple sicknesses. Healing short-term sicknesses. Familial sicknesses. Easy sicknesses. Healing what? Every sickness and every disease among the people. Verse 36, help us very quickly. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion. Why? Because they were like, they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Verse 37, then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers. How many of you are familiar with this last verse? This last line, you've heard it many times. The harvest is plentiful and the laborers are. You know, many times when we speak about, what are we thinking about? Evangelism. What are we thinking about? Going to all the world and preach. But in what context did Jesus say here? But what was going on before he did all of that? No, no, no. What was happening with the people? Mm -mm. They were sick and weary and scattered. Now, in the context of evangelism, it should have been that and Jesus saw them lying and fornicating. And he said, oh, the harvest is plentiful and the laborers are few. Oh, people were you know, just rude and cantankerous, selfish. When he speaks about the harvest, he looks at people that were sick and diseased and it's like, my goodness, my goodness, so many people are yet to be harvested because with the harvest comes their healing. With their harvesting comes their health. With their harvesting comes their health insurance. So the laborers we need are not just talkers. They are supposed to be doers of the healing miracles like he was. The laborers are not just those who are going to preach the gospel. They are those who are going to be backed by the power of the redemptive work that he has done. Not only in salvation but in the restoration of physical health and the bodies. How we get on this? Jesus was tackling the core issue. That the reason there are so many people that are sick ill, unhealthy, they have ailments, diseases, the feel disenfranchised, is that they have not been harvested. Now, Jesus didn't just heal those who were saved. He healed everybody. Did you see that? Saved, unsaved, believers, he went to all the cities. You can't tell me everybody there was saved. In fact, most of them were not saved. They were not believers in Jesus. But he healed them. Now, but what happens many times with many believers is that we believe that Jesus has saved our spirits. But then when it comes to our bodies, we're in doubt. Yet, we see Jesus healing people that didn't believe in him. Their spirits were not regenerated, but regenerated their bodies. 
if Jesus could save the bodies of those that don't believe in him, how much more you? By the way, doctor, Jesus does not discriminate. If you're tall, he's got you covered. If you're short, he's got you covered. If you're a man, he's got you covered. In other words, Jesus doesn't go, oh, no, no, I don't do children. I'm a gynecologist. He doesn't say, oh, no, I don't do women. I'm a pediatrician. He doesn't say, oh, I don't do bodies. I'm a psychiatrist. If it's your mind that needs healing, you are receiving it today. If it's your body, you're receiving it today. If there's a growth in your body that has been there for so long, oh, Manik Vradiba Sakapaya, I speak to it. Be gone in the name of Jesus. I want your spirits to be open and your minds to be attentive. This is a very practical message. Somebody say, This is the hand of Jesus. Now, when you say, just think about it. This is the hand of Jesus. It cannot be tired. This is the hand of Jesus. It cannot be broken. This is the leg of Jesus. It must function properly. Touch your heart. This is the heart of Jesus. Somebody is like, is that true? Yes. So do you not know that he that is joined to the Lord is one body with him? So your body is the body of Jesus. Are we here? Now, on the, on the back of this, at the end of his earthly ministry, he does not say, hey, Jesus, the healing superstar is gone. He didn't carry the healing away with him. He didn't say, I'm the only one that can do it. Not only me. After me, not me. I'm the real Edom. After Edom, is Edom. Edom do. He doesn't say that. What does it say? Matthew chapter 16 from verse 15. Matthew 16, healing virtue, Banafi Nakapai. Musicians, singers, get ready. What I want to expect God to do is that the healing virtue of or his healing virtue in you will be so potent that there will be days your throat is hurting, but as you make that sound and release those notes, even if it's a physical issue, your throat will be healed. And listen, as you sing... The power of God will flow through your voices, not just to bring relief. You know, there's relief, suspension of pain. Mm -mm. Not suspending it. Mental illnesses will actually be healed. Oh, that amen needs healing. That's more like it. So Jesus, Matthew 16, verse 15. Sorry, Mark rather, Mark. Mark 16 from verse 15. You have the outline media. And he said to them, do what? Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every... <laughs> read the gospel to... Do you know that when you read that text, what you think about is human beings. He said, preach the gospel to every what? Creature. You can speak to the lion. I am born again. Be quiet. You can speak to the snake. You are not permitted to bite me. Because I have the life of God on the inside of me. You know why? Because when man fell, everything fell. 
When man fell, everything fell. When a lion eats a man, it's an aberration of the divine order. When a snake attacks a man, it's a distortion of the order. They are in rebellion. Therefore, they go against their design. That's why Psalm 91, when it speaks about he that dwells the secrets of most I shall abandon the shadow of the Almighty God and all of that. Later on, it says that they shall step upon the lion and the adder. They will step upon the young lion and the poisonous snake. The people who are immersed in the revelation of the divine life, they preach the gospel to every creature. Do you know that many things that cause diseases in your body are an over-secretion of what is healthy? So you can speak to every organism in your body. Receive the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of Christ. You proclaim in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus died for my sins. When he was buried, I was buried. When he rose again with a glorified body, I rose again with a glorified body. Are you here? Preaching the gospel to every creature. It's not just you saying repent and be baptized. See that. He said preach the gospel to every he didn't say human being. Kavumania Sabah. Preach to your nose. Preach to your hand. It says to give them the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. To give them beautiful ashes. Preach the gospel. Island, if you keep looking like this, I'll go back to the mainland. Because some of you look like I'm speaking Mandarin. Verse 16. And he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Verse 17. Go very quickly. And these signs shall what? Follow those who believe in their experience. They shall cast out demons. In their good feelings, they shall cast out demons. In their sense of readiness, they shall cast out demons. In their morality, they shall cast out demons. In their new contract, they shall cast out demons. In what? In my name, what shall they do? So what are you doing with that demon in your house? Why are you negotiating with the demon in your family? Why are you having a memorandum of understanding? If there is anybody who's getting angry in the spirit, I give you one minute to pray. Hot Holy Ghost tongues. Don't wait for somebody to energize you. Sunday, why is your mouth still open? Listen, demons don't respond to your thoughts. They respond to your words. In my name! Not in your morality, not in your degree, not in your pedigree, not from your past. In my name. Oh, goodness, your mouth needs to be open. 
I hope you know that you're where in you are in life based on how you've been using your tongue. I hope you know that. You got saved by using your heart and your tongue right. You got a job by using your mind and your tongue right. You graduated by using your mind and your tongue right. You got an interview before you got the job. You got an interview. You defended your projects. How did you defend your projects? With your mouth. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Somebody say in his name. Say with boldness. Say in his name. In the name of Jesus. I cast out demons. I don't negotiate with demons. The same way Americans will say we don't negotiate with terrorists. Say I don't negotiate with terrorists. I don't negotiate with disease. I don't negotiate with sickness. I don't negotiate with infirmity. I cast out demons. I cast out migraine. I cast out every form of pain. I cast out tuberculosis, cancer, high blood pressure. In the name of Jesus. Somebody give God praise on that. But see the lemon teach. He says they cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. Somehow we keep casting out demons and we just go to new tongues. You know what it means? That means that even if you don't speak in tongues as a believer, you can cast out demons. Yeah. <laughs> see, I want you to be so audacious. Idris, God didn't say you cast out demons in your crocs. He said in his name, have you put on the name? Are you in the name? Are you covered by the name? You can cast out demons. If you have the key, you can open the door. Your age, your gender, your race, your skin color, your feeling, your temperature, they don't affect the key. If you have the key, the door opens to you. If you have the key, the door opens to you. The key to the supernatural is engaging the name of Jesus. Placing faith in his name. Peter said, why are you looking at us as we've done anything special? He said, this man has been healed by Jesus. He said, he's been healed by faith in the name of Jesus. Peter said, look on us. Silver and gold we do not have. But that which I have, I give to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus means I am situated in that name and authorized by that name. I have legal rights. It's called the power of attorney. I have legal rights to use the name because I believe in the person that has it. Are you getting this now? When an influencer, an influencer comes and they post the content of a company they are representing. Do you think that the influencer is worried that ah, this perfume will not smell nice? The influencer doesn't bother about the quality of the products. The influencer just represents the company based on the terms of agreement. And the company then delivers the product. Jesus said, if you influence for me, I will deliver the products. If you stand for me, I will show up. If you make a bold declaration, I will fulfill the order. He said, command ye me concerning the works of my hands. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you stand for God, you will see a move. Stop trying to validate the products. Say, hey, I don't know. I, I don't want, I don't want, I, I don't know whether Mont Blanc watch will work. 
if I tell my two million followers about it? Are you joking? Say, I'm I'm not really sure if Chivita, if the juice will taste nice. Listen, the Chivita has been nice before you became an influencer. The product has been valid before the social media age. How much more the name of Jesus? It's been valid from time immemorial. The Bible says the demons tremble at the sound of that name. You need to have a holy audacity. You need to have a holy anger on the inside of you that I have not been using the name. I've been using Obonobi. I've been using Olua Toimbo. I've been using Adewadu. I've been using Olua Femi. Well, every other name will fade away. But there is a name that will survive the times and the tides and the seasons. And when I come in the power of that name, even time has to bow. Seasons have to bow. Circumstances have to bow. Everybody, can you shout that name? Mainland, don't let the rocks take your place. Mainland, don't let the islanders replace you. Can you stand wherever you are? And everybody, let's shout the name together. Shout it again. Jesus. Can you do it one more time? The name of Jesus. Do you know that name is a title beyond the meaning? How do I know? What name was Jesus called when he was walking the face of the earth in his early ministry? Before he was born, when the angel appeared and said, his name shall be Manuel and all of that. And the New Testament, his name shall be called Jesus, right? So from a little bit of calling him Jesus, 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 Jesus. Abi? But when you go to Philippians chapter 2, help us with Philippians chapter 2. Where the word then says, Wherefore God hath highly given him an art, hath given a name that is above every other name. Oni Balima. Can you start from verse 8? Philippians 2, verse 8. And being found in appearance as a man. Start from verse 7. Start from verse 6. Context. Yes, who, talking about Jesus, who in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. In other words, for the son to be equal with God is not robbery. In Yoruba, in other words, he's not trespassing. He's not moving beyond the bounds, his boundaries. He's not doing too much to say I'm equal with God. Because Jesus is God. Jesus is God who came out of God. But because God cannot be reduced by division or subtraction. When God came out of God, God did not reduce. (laughs) Infinity out of infinity is still infinity. 10 minus 1 is 9. 100 minus 1 is 99. 1000 minus 1 is 999. 10,000 minus 1 is 9999. But God minus God is still God. God out of God does not reduce the God that is left because the God that is left is also the God that is because Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and forevermore that's why it's called the ancient of days because no matter the days is still as ancient and he has not reduced in anything, in quality, in character in nature, in form, in fashion he is still God great! it's the mystery of godliness Woo! 
is important because we're going to need it later. You're going in later and I've taught you before in technology of sharing. When you have a mobile phone, data on your phone, rather video on your phone, and somebody, the person does not need to have been where you recorded it. The person does not need to have been known the people there. But if the person's airdrop is on, or their Bluetooth is on, or their Wi-Fi is on, all they need is a connection. If they are connected and they are on, that same file can move from your device to their device. And it does not reduce in quality on your phone. So that should let you know that when God's healing comes from one body to another, the person releasing the power of healing doesn't have to become sick let me jump the gun and say this the one who showed blood the bible says that she said if i can just talk them off the gammon she was not the only one by the way who, who used that technology we'll look at that in matthew 14 right talk them off his gammon shall be made whole you know when the bible says jesus said who touched me because contact is real in the realm of the spirit what determines the contact is not the surface area of my palm. It's the surface area of my faith. Because others were touching him. Because yeah. the Bible says the crowd, everybody let's press, come, 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 let's press against her. The Bible says that the crowd pressed against him. So different people were making contact. But what makes the contact spiritual is the faith that drives it. Are you here? Yes, sir. The faith that drives it then draws spiritual virtue because this touch is physical, but the faith is spiritual. Now, when Jesus said, who touched me? Because virtue has come out of me. Now, people have said things like, ah, that means that virtue can reduce. The fact that I know something came out of me does not mean I feel less than I was. The fact that Elon Musk saw a notification that somebody withdrew one million dollars does not mean he's less of a person. Yeah. Because Elon Musk is who Elon Musk is, whether he has millions of dollars or not. His wealth is not in his cash. His wealth is in his person. Yeah. Hey. Hey. So Jesus can heal us all and know the tire. Somebody shall miracle know the tire. Jesus! said have you not heard have you not known that God the everlasting God he is never weary neither is he tired he said the young men they will faint but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength come on somebody they shall do what mount up with wings somebody you are flying out of sickness flying out of illness flying out of disease you are flying out of every congenital generational ideological limitation your dad had it but you're not going to die of it your mother had it but it's leaving you right now that sickness has to go right now that disease has to leave right now that infirmity i curse you out in the name of jesus you have no room in this house you have no room it's time for you to go i command stomach disorders sickle cell anemia leukemia i command throat problems every kind of arthritis every kind of bone pain deformity go now in the name of jesus it has to go it has to go it has to go 
has to go. Mane no bolobo namia sombrere. Meno bruga pale moro jebotamaya. It has to go. In Jesus' name, we pray. Celebrate Jesus, the healer. Celebrate Jesus. Are you getting this? Jesus healed them all. We don't have enough time in the service to go through the verses, but write down these verses. Write down these verses. He said, it "Shall recover." And let me land. Let me land with this. Mark, Mark sixteen from verse fifteen. Help us go there. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. Can I say this to you? You are not an upgraded version of the old creature. You are not a better fallen man. You are not a better sinner. Mm -mm. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Oh, he runs in my family. Which of your families? Because if your big brother is Jesus, then you can evict this sickness. And no voting can keep this inmate. No viewer votes. You know viewers and I say they be. When people are 35, you know, people are asking me, PDAMS, it's incredible that you're 40. You don't look a day past 30. You're 31, 27. Why? I will show you some of the things that are biblically approved. That when you're 60, you'll look as if you're 40. That when you're 70, you look like you're 45. When you're, it's like you're aging backwards. There is a place in God. Have you not seen what the word says? Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not of his benefits he said who forgives your sins your iniquities who heals all your diseases he said who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed as the eagles so reverse aging is a redemptive right is in the bible psalm 103 he said he forgives all your iniquities and then he heals all your diseases why will you forgive your iniquities and leave some diseases? Of what use? To show you, to teach you a lesson? If God has used sickness to teach you a lesson, that means he's telling you that sickness is a better teacher than the Holy Spirit. <laughs> that means Holy Spirit, the talk say me, I don't tire for this matter. Please help me find two cancers. Father, please give me two cancers there. One for the breast, one for the groin. Teach the couple, let them show Pepe. That's not God. Say, that's not my daddy. Say, that ain't my daddy. The Bible says, with God there is no variableness. Neither is there any shadow of turning. First John 1, 5, God is light. And in him there is no darkness at all. At all. At all. sickness is not from God if sickness were from God then Jesus healing so many of them would be the son walking against the father you got it right 
But the father said, that which I do nothing of my own accord. Sorry, the son said, I do nothing of my own accord. That which I see the father do, that's what I'm doing. The Bible says in Christ I heed the fullness of knowledge and understanding, the treasures of knowledge and understanding. It said in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily and we are complete in him. Complete. Complete. Somebody say I'm complete in him. My heart is complete. My mind is complete. My soul is complete. My hormonal systems. Ladies, hear this. What is this thing of monitoring dates and timing to know what should come at a regular time of the month? In the name of Jesus, everyone with irregular flaws, irregular patterns, I stabilize and normalize your cycles. In the name of Jesus, every hormonal imbalance, every surge, every deficiency, every misalignment in the production of body fluids and juices, I stabilize you in the name of Jesus. No longer shall the daughters of Zion be confused and perturbed about when what is coming and for how long it's going to stay. I proclaim receive normalcy, receive stability, receive stability in the name of Jesus. Please be seated. You can stand up later. Why does God want you healed? Why does God want you healed, healthy and whole? As a matter of fact, the truth of the matter is that you should not need healing. Believers should not need healing. <laughs> what does that mean? Because believers should be dispensers of health. Believers should be dispensers of health. Sounds like, Pastor, what does that mean? Let's go to Matthew chapter 14. Matthew 14. And if you take mania savratus paratus, from verse 34 to 36. 14, Matthew 14, 34, 36. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Genesaret. And when the men of that place recognized him, what happened? They sent out into all the region, surrounding region. They brought to him all who were sick. And what? Begged him that they might only touch what? His garment. And as many as touched it were are you seeing this? So, we say, if I can only touch them of his garment, we think about that woman. If I can touch, if I only I can touch. Let me show you who you are. Get your pictures right. You are not the woman looking for healing, you are the body of Christ. That sick people need to come in contact with to draw virtue. As you engage this reality and this journey, and this you've been on the journey for a while, as you walk in the transformation of it, what is changing is not the condition, what is changing is your mind. Is your mind. 
Are you following this? I'm not the person trying to touch. I'm the one they are trying to touch. Because I'm one with him. Himmune. Himmunity. Him, unity. I am one unit with him. Well, that's what we preached last week. It's a word I coined by revelation. But do you get it? Him, unit. E, what's unit? One. He and me were united. So I have him unity. Now, because I have humility, I'm sure of healing because I'm sure of health because he's whole. So I have his assurance. Health is assurance. Oh, yeah. I have him assurance. Oh, come on, somebody ought to be. I'm covered. Listen, God is not an irresponsible king, he has a medical system for his citizens. Oh, I have a headache. You don't have a headache. You feel a headache. But I rebuke this headache in the name of Jesus. The Bible says they will lay hands on the sick and they recover. Sometimes you lay hands on yourself. Start with yourself. This headache, you have no place in me. My body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Can a terrorist be in the U.S. Embassy? Come on, shout it. So what do you do? Get out now. I bind and I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I enjoy the best of health because Jesus lives in me. The energy of the most high stabilizes my body temperature. Somebody shout him assurance. Shout him assurance. Shout is assurance. I have it. So they touched them and they were healed. Why does God want you healed? Let me give you a couple of reasons. Number one. God wants you healed because he loves you. There is no father that relishes the sufferings of his children. Jesus speaking about the Holy Spirit said, you, if you are evil speaking to wicked people or unbelievers, he said, you know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your heavenly father give you? The Holy Spirit. So, God does not need sickness to teach you. God is light. Sickness is darkness. What is, there are three different things. Illness is the feeling you have about being unhealthy or unwell. Sickness is a state or a status you have assumed by definition based on symptoms that are observable. So the illness, there may be or may not be observable symptoms. For sickness, there are observable symptoms and this person has now assumed that. In other words, it's in a state right look at your neighbor say sickness is a state but it's not your state of origin say god is my state of origin i hail from god i proceed from god i issue from god i'm of the nature of god i have the capacity the dna of god every part of me is hidden in god i was dead now i'm here with christ in god i'm resurrected with him i'm one with him in the name of jesus my protoplasm my cytoplasm the photons in my body everything in my body functions optimally in the name of Jesus. Yeah. We're going to get in it. You know, many of us were trained into illness. Ah, have you treated malaria this year? I don't have to treat. I've not treated malaria in since 1998. 
come and glorify God for me. By the way, always celebrate testimonies of healing. Whenever you want to see more in your life and your ministry and your family, you have to celebrate it. I said, I've not treated malaria in 25 years. under the knife, not been admitted, not been not had medical interventions. I'll show you from the word. It can be your reality. Now somebody says, eh, yeah, you know you are very trim and fit. Did Jesus ever judge anybody for their body size before healing them? So are you, you're too fat, you can't be healed now. Uh, what you are, uh, they said people should come, you too are coming. Is it for people like you? So you, you that you like to eat croissant. Croissant. It's from Jerusalem Cafe. Just be drinking, drinking. That day I turn water to wine. Are you finished? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He never judged anybody. He never consulted their medical history to give them medical healing, divine healing. He never. Do you see in the Bible? The Times interrogated them. He asked them, What do you want? You know why I said that? Because sometimes people that are sick, they don't really want to be healed. They like the sympathy benefits. They like the attention. They like the fact that that's one thing that makes people revolve around them. Have you noticed? That's why don't wait for people to be sick before you visit them. Don't wait for people to die before you raise money for them. Also feed the good things in people's lives so you don't create unhealthy dependency by attributing resources to dark things. Somebody bought a car by fuel. Don't wait until they need kidney transplants. Ah, we are trying to raise 200 million. Okay, let me find the 50k I can give. What happens to that 50k when they were starting their business? Feed life. Give to life. Let life know that you are a partner in life. Don't just be a sponsor of death or sponsor of burial. By all means, so please support people when they're grieving as well. Okay? Do you get my point? But don't let ah, your, your sense of responsibility now comes in times of disease. Kavuma, Penika, Punahai, Livopuba. Time to rise in the spirit and do better. God loves you. God doesn't punish you with sickness. As a father, imagine a child, he breaks the headlamps of the car. So, ah, I knew it. You were going to break the headlamp of the car. No problem. Go into your room. Ah, oh, Daniel, I'm sorry. Go into your room. Mr. Babiaka, yes. This is walk in the zoo. Yes. I need one hyena. Send me two lions, hungry ones. Three poisonous snakes. A baboon. Bring them. Send them into the room of the children. Daddy, I'm sorry. You're not sorry. Cry. Blood go dry. I go red. I will teach you a lesson. Do you think that's God? So why do people think God is using rheumatism to teach them a lesson? Say, I walk around too much. You just dash me arthritis to humble me. Say, my wobia is too much. So you just give me belly ache. Anything now. Water, belly, I'll throw up. Food, I'll throw up. Nothing stays in my stomach. The God of your salvation says God is not an author of confusion. He doesn't save you into healing then teach you a lesson with sickness. 
Number one, God loves you. So he saves. Number two, God is love. So apart from God just loving you, God is love. Because God loving you can be an objective thing, right? But God, rather subjective thing, but God is love. And it's his nature of love to fix whatever is wrong. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13 that love does not keep record of wrong. That's why when you encounter love, he's not saying, and you know the reason he actually says that you, 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 diabetes was already your future. You already knew that. See all the sugar you've been eating now. Uh, why? What? what uh, are you surprised? I'm not surprised. I always knew it. Fire should be grateful. That is not the worst kind. <laughs> love doesn't do that. Are you seeing that? Love does not do that. But it says that it does not rejoice in iniquity. But love fixes. So love advances that which is good and it brings a halt to that which is evil. That's why the word says, be ignorant of that which is evil and be excited, happy, knowledge, be invested in what is good. And then it says that you can't overcome evil with evil. So even if you have done evil, God does not find another evil to try to overcome the evil in your life. He said, but rather overcome evil with good. He says, the goodness of God that causes men, that draws men to repentance. So even when you're off, then his mercy. So where sin abounds, what happens? Grace abounds. As I'm saying, you should be finishing the scriptures. Otherwise, we're going to go into Bible reading around the clock. We have a, have a service. Just be Bible. Read Bible from. As I'm saying, you have to be completing it. Are we here? So, it is the nature of God to heal. It is the nature of God to feel. It is the nature of God to correct what is wrong. Number three, God sent his son to die for your salvation and your healing. Not just your salvation, but also your healing. Now, there are segments of the church that don't believe in the charismata. They don't believe in the ongoing work of the Holy Spirit evidenced with the supernatural. They just believe that the ongoing work of the Holy Spirit is sanctification and purification and sanctification to the Spirit of God or to, to the Father. They don't believe in speaking in tongues and miracles and all. There's a deficiency in that theology. In fact, some of them have gone as far to say that when the Bible says that surely bore infirmities and took our transgressions and all of that, that God was talking about spiritual. People have not seen that school of thought. If not, okay. As you broaden your interaction with the world, you discover that not everybody believes what you believe, including children of God. Massive movement of people that don't believe in the healing miracles. And they believe that what Jesus did with his broken body or his battered body, more like on the cross, was to pay for our sins, but not for the infirmities of our bodies. But when you go to Matthew chapter 8, 16 to 17, you're going to see that Jesus did not just die for your salvation. He died for the restoration of your health. Matthew 8, 16 to 17. See what it says. When evening had come, what happened? They brought in many who were demon possessed. Let me just pause. I hope you know there are many demon possessed inside this Lagos. I hope you know. But two things have happened. You see, it's not that God doesn't heal again. It's that believers don't heal again. It's not that God is not casting out demons. It's that God is not coming to cast no demon now. You are the one that will cast out the demons. 
You don't put your head on the ground to prove that you can walk. Your head has enough sense to delegate mobility to your feet. So Christ the head is not going to touch the ground in Lagos except through his body. Say God come and heal. No. You don't say God come and heal me. That's Old Testament. <laughs> heal me oh God and I'll be healed. That's Old Testament. New Testament in the name of Jesus. I'll show you now. When evening had come or somebody is getting the light so you can see why some illnesses have not gone. He says, whatever you bind on earth shall be what? Bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So have you bound it? It's bound. Sounds like I've not seen the result. It's bound. Because somebody can be bound, a thief about to be burnt can be bound and they're still talking. The fact that they are talking does not mean they are not bound. The fact that they are still symptoms does not mean you haven't bound it. But if you think it's not unbound, then you lose its operation in the realm of your thoughts and your thoughts affect your body and the cycle of near healing and not being healed. Do you see how it works? You are not experimenting with healing. You are claiming and enforcing it. Are we here? They brought him many who were demon-possessed. So, part of what I also want us to do. See, let me give you an example of what I do. If I'm driving or someone is driving or in traffic or transit or something, and I see an accident. You know what things I do? I rebuke the spirit of strife in the name of Jesus. This is not going to degenerate into death. Yes. If I see someone in an accident, I rebuke the spirit of death. Help is coming to this person. And if they are not saved, they will receive the life of Jesus and have another chance. And you understand, this is taking authority. When the Bible says we're kings and priests, it's not just talking about the title, it's talking about the position of influence. It's not talking about king of your mattress and your pillow. It says, shall reign in life those who have received the gift of righteousness. Are we here? Yes, when even that come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a So how do you cast out spirits? How do you cast out spirits? Some people talk too much. That's why the spirits don't go. This spirit, and you know that, me, I don't like you. It's not really like I don't really like you because I don't really know you, but don't come around my house again. Just try. I know you've been around for a while, but think about it now. It's not, it's not nice. This thing you're doing to my family is not good. <laughs> Everybody shout go! go! In the name of Jesus! How did he cast out the spirits? Did he go like, hey, Katuva? Hey, you want to see crazy? You want to see? He didn't cast out with acrobatics. Demons are not impressed by acrobatics. Because many times when they are coming out, they do acrobatics. Oh, the gyration. You know many times, right? When a demon is coming out, sometimes the demon is being cast out. Sometimes the grip of oppression. So it's not everybody that is manifesting it in the believers meeting that is demon possessed. But some people are oppressed. And sometimes what's being delivered is the person is being delivered from self. They're yielding to God in a certain area. Are you seeing 
But sometimes when demons are leaving, they don't live quietly. Sometimes they're quiet. But many times, depending on the kind of demon, how long it's been and how many they are, there's some dramatics. Leave the demon to do the drama. You speak the divine grammar. Are you here? Out in the name of Jesus. Never to return. Everyone, let's practice that. Say, out in the name of Jesus. Never to return. Every foul spirit roaming around my space. Get out in the name of Jesus. You have to. No, it's not, it's not get out in the name. No, it's authority. Okay? Get out in the name of Jesus. Weariness. Get out in the name of Jesus. Satanic schemes. Get out in the name of Jesus. Envy, jealousy, bitterness. Get out in the name of Jesus. Confusion. Get out in the name of Jesus. Shame and reproach. Get out in the name of Jesus. Lost and obsession. Get out in the name of Jesus. Give God glory and praise. He cast out the spirits with a word and he healed all who were sick. So watch this. Not everybody who was sick had a spirit behind it. Not all sicknesses are directly connected to the operation of a spirit. Even though all sicknesses are a result of the fall of original man. Because when man fell, he also fell from divine sense. And so from a lack of divine sense, they're eating things that was not supposed to be eaten. That affected his body. So if you put body cream inside your car, it goes to knock. It's not God that is against you. It's sense that was not with you. Right? So there are certain greases and juices and fats that you put in your body that after a while they clog up the engine called the heart. As much as body cream will clog up the engine of the car. Are you here? Yes, sir. There has to be a feel to machine match. I don't want to go into all of that now. But red meats cut out or grossly reduced. Colorful foods, natural foods. Let's probe. So it's like, ah, will I not be learning it? You learn to eat abulande, bokoto. You learned it. Now you're going to learn to eat salads, fruits, fish, grains, peas. Nuts are very good for you. Yum. Look at anybody say nuts are very good. Tell that person, say salad, salad. Say salad. You can put some fish in it. Not every time red meat, red meat. Ah, I'm ready for the meat. It doesn't mean you don't eat meat at all because if meat was completely out, it won't have rained it down on them in the wilderness. Right? Proportion. Moderation. Give me that text because we need to close. Right? He healed them all. Now, all who are sick. Now, why did he do that? Look at the next verse. Verse 17. Let's read that together. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmity. Please, 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 please. Are you seeing this now? Is he talking about spiritual infirmity? Say, teacher, don't teach me nonsense. There was a time I saw that, you know, because I've, I've 
brother, my theology is okay. I want to see what people are saying in different schools of thought. There's a whole school of believers, teachers in America, that believe that that infirmity is infirmity of the, the brokenness of man and God. That is not your body. He's not talking about your body. When I said, like, teacher, don't teach me nonsense. He said he healed their physical bodies. Cast out spirits. That it might be fulfilled. That what? Who is the he himself? Who is the he himself? Who is the he himself? Mr. Sergeant, come help me. Come with your, your bag. I was going to say your infirmity. Stand there. Daring, carry a lot of bags. I'm going to close with this, even though I still have a lot to teach. But join us online on Tuesday. Amen? On, oh, is that a prophecy? On Wednesday, thank you so much. There's still so much to teach. But is somebody getting light? Is somebody receiving light? Do you have something to work with this week? All right. Let's read together that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying say it loud so I am he that's Jesus I'm Jesus he himself he said he himself he did not send anybody by himself what did he take you're, you're carrying took where's the infirmity where's it who was it with who was it with who was it with if Jesus took my infirmities how can I have them oh my god I have high blood pressure something that Jesus took I have pancreatic failure, something that Jesus took. I have cancer, something that Jesus took. How can he took it? And you retook it? Oh, are you hearing this? Listen, the only time you retake a course is when somebody fails it. Jesus has no carryovers. He has passed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? you rewrite an exam is if somebody failed. Jesus sat in my classroom. He passed my test. The Bible says that he might taste death for everyone. He tasted death for me. He tasted sickness. That sickness in his physical body. But he took on the judgment that should have been mine. He took it away. I don't have it anymore. I don't have glaucoma anymore. I don't have myopia anymore. I don't have endocrine failure anymore. I don't have cardiac arrest anymore. I don't have cardiovascular disease anymore. I don't have insomnia, anorexia, schizophrenia anymore. He himself. Woo, I feel God in here. He himself. He himself. He took it and took it and took it. He took it and took it and took it. He 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 took it. I find your name. Saint Jesus took it away. I find your name. Saint, you took it away. He took it away. He took it away. He took it away.
it any longer. Who took your high blood pressure? Who took your glaucoma? He took your mother's arthritis. Who took the vascular disease, cardiovascular disease? He took it away! infirmities are areas that are prone to vulnerabilities if I stand for one hour I have to sleep for three days if I do this on my way those are infirmities what are sicknesses those sicknesses are the things that put me in a state he said not only are the inconveniences the infirmities the predispositions in other words even things like allergies as you build on this God will give you new nasal receptors Listen, those of you who have some organic dysfunction, like your nose is not picking up all the smell, by the mercy of God, I accelerate your, pro your process of restoration. In the name of Jesus. You can't taste with your tongue. Receive restoration in the name of Jesus. New cells are growing. It's called regeneration. He said it took my infirmities, then our sicknesses. Which one is in your was in your old man? Your old man had what? Ah, oh my knee cancer. Bring it. High blood pressure. Bring it. Eye problem. Bring it. Skin rash. Bring it. STI. No problem. Bring it. Schizophrenia. PCOS. I hate that disease personally. In the name of Jesus, everybody with any kind of pulmonary reproductive disease, I bring you under the coverage of this word and I proclaim that you are healed. He took, he took it away. You are no longer a slave. You are no longer bound. You are no longer shackled. You are no longer held under the curse. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a, a curse for us. For the Bible says, cursed is he that hangs on a tree. He nailed it to the cross. Somebody say he took it and took it and took it and took it. Say he took it and took it. He took it and took it and took it. He took it away. He took it away. He took it away. He took it away. He took it away Sunday. No more disease. Now listen to this. You know, Jesus said something. He said, everyone who believes in me. I've held them securely in my hands and none shall snatch them out. In other words, my grip is so firm. They haven't made anybody to ungrip my grip. Not even a gripper can grip like me. Are you hearing? So if I hold you, you are saved. Just keep on believing. The only prerequisite to salvation is keep believing in the Son. The connection is secured by faith, not by works. Works are the results of continual communion from a life of faith. Good works, are you following? Now, if that grip is so firm on your recreated human spirit that none can snatch them out, when he took your sickness, who can come and collect them from him? You're not in the grip of sickness. You're in the grip of grace. 
you're in the grip of grace are you here somebody somebody shout i'm healed shout i'm healed shout i'm healed In other words, everybody heard. That means he wasn't thinking, what if it doesn't happen? Because the volume has committed you. Bold declarations. I used to have an eye disease. Pepe me, literally. Pepe, my eyes, Pepe. The eye should, this sickness showed me Pepe. Hypermetropia, something astigmatism, and a compound name. Wasn't it? I think hypermetropic astigmatism or something like that. Eyes were red, bloodshot, like real red, or not economy sack red. Red. And they were very itchy until I had I looked like a panda. I had a black patch around both eyes. I think I have some pictures as a teenager. To use very expensive eye drops at that time, it's like where the sun was about 12 or so that eye drop one was 600 naira lasted for about a week or two that's a lot of money that's almost like maybe like 30 key or something now easy easy I'm gonna open my eyes gonna close them one of my friends said why don't you just believe God for your healing and I was very upset because I'm like don't you know but you see there's a difference between begging God for your healing and claiming and manifesting it you can beg your father for what he sent his son to die to give you. That's like you calling him a liar. The issue is not with God. 
the issue is can you rebuke that spirit and then fortify your mind as you focus on the Christ until Christ is formed in you and when that Christ you know that, that form is what makes Christ visible when that Christ is formed in you even yourselves will begin to know there's a new person in town either on Wednesday or on Sunday I will show you do you know the Bible says none of his bones was broken Jesus I kept wondering why bone he said this now this is my flesh the flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone concerning the first marriage they said to Joseph we are the we are your flesh and your bone what is this about flesh and bone it says a, a good wife it brings joy to a husband but an evil one is rottenness in his bones I wonder what's but you know the bone produces white and red blood cells the red blood cells carry oxygen throughout to the vital organs of the body the white blood cells fight diseases so the bone is so impactful that it produces what gives oxygen and what fights sicknesses and that's why none of the bones of Jesus could be broken ah! because the system that supplies all carnivores above must always have sufficiency to produce the oxygen of God on the inside of you and to fight off sicknesses which means it is not a random thing that his legs were not broken say so you can deal with the body but the body hangs on the bones the structure can never be defeated father we thank you this is our reality we walk in the power of your healing we walk in the power of your strength we speak life and divine energy over every man woman boy and girl in the name of Jesus this week we are not just going to walk in healing and health we will go out and lay hands on the sick you must do that this week and see them recover we we'll lay hands on the sick next week we'll have testimonies of healings at home, at work, on the road, on the bus, in the Uber, on the boat. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we are free. Somebody give God praise right now. Hallelujah. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org. And send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.